It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Overseed. You might know me better as SEMrush's head of communications, but this is not an official SEMrush property. This is unofficial Morty magic. Where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find it at theseorant.com. Wow, so surprising. You can find us on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever great, mediocre, and terrible podcasts are found. When does the SEO Rant come out? Generally speaking, it comes out on Thursdays each and every week, but it's sort of a side thing that I do. So if I don't have time, I don't do it, which means it might actually make sense for you to subscribe wherever you consume your podcasts. Today, for your listening pleasure, he is the SEO director at Blue Array. He is the a, a, he is a human first focus SEO who loves language and logic. He is Enrico Chiodino. How are you? Hello, and um, congratulations for uh, pronouncing my surname right. <laughs> it, it took a lot of practice. <laughs> it, it does. It does. It's, uh, it's yeah, understandable. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just also terrible with names. Oh, well, like really, right. I, I always, I used to be a teacher. There was one student, God bless her. I couldn't get her name right for the life of me. So I stopped. Like I would just, it wasn't that I didn't know how to pronounce it. I would just always like, it's like some kind of tick. I would get it wrong. <laughs> so I had to call her by her last name for a year. What, I wonder what was what she was thinking know. when you did that. Um, she must she hate reminded me. me of my mother or something. <laughs> Let's not get let's not go down that road either. <laughs> By the way, if I'm laughing and coughing, I'm, I'm folks listening at home. I'm getting over a cold, so oh, no. it might not be your best audio Morty experience today. So we had a lively conversation about various topics that we were going to cover for this for this podcast. We almost went down the philosophy for SEO wormhole, which was really tempting. We might still end up there, I think. Yeah. Um, but today. We're going to be talking about why or how it's the SEO's job to create a pristine digital environment. What does that mean, Enrico? Well, I think, um, thanks for the the, uh, introduction. I think it does come back a little bit to to philosophy, really. I think um, what we do from an ethical perspective really, really matters. And it's something that bothers me a little bit. Uh, with the industry, so when I knew that, I, yeah, but when I knew that I was going to talk to you, I was like, okay, what can I rant about? And I can definitely rant with, it, about the industry, right? It generally comes back to the SEO industry. It's basically, <laughs> you can boil down all rants to two yeah. things: Google or SEOs. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's always our our own fault, isn't it? And or I go- think, oh, Google's yeah. Google. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, when we talk to clients, it's Google's probably. <laughs> that's that, that's a, that's how it could work. But yeah, I think I think I I I see, and I've been doing this job for quite a long time, over ten years, uh, in three countries, and I find it fascinating. I find it very interesting, and I think the reason why I first found it fascinating, still do. And I think most people uh, find it fascinating is because it gives us the opportunity to really, really read through a lot of, um, you know, of, um, human experience. All the things that we speak about offline, I can really read them online when, 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 I, when I go around, when I browse around. And this is, of course, from an SEO perspective, 
something for which we are privileged because basically what I do uh, now in my work is exactly the same things that I do when I'm not working, only they pay me. So, you know, right. it's great. <laughs> I just browse around, try to make it work, try to create um, good things uh, to make the syrup look good and stuff like that. And so I think in retrospective, when I, when I really, when I see, what, when I take a look at the jobs uh, and uh, the job that I do, it's, it pretty much boils down to um, trying to create great stuff, right? Try, yeah. Trying to create quality stuff, trying to um, make your client look good. If you have a client, if you're, um, if, if you, if you're a client side, of course, your own, uh, your company look good. And, and this is kind of something that, uh, with which I struggle a little bit because I see that a lot of people in the industry don't really know the reason why they're doing things. You know, they just do it because they, they, they like the reason is not, is just, you know, to make money out of it. Yeah. That's it. No, it's true. I was talking to um, Ori Zilberstein on this podcast, actually. And one of the things he was talking about was you do a technical audit, let's say, and whatever tool you're using will come back with 4 million different things. And instead of thinking about, well, does this actually matter? It just now becomes a checklist. Okay, so I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. And you sort of stop thinking, well, broken backlink, maybe it doesn't really matter here. Yeah, it's a, you don't know, you kind of tend to forget the reasons why you're doing things. You know, you got to do X, Y, and Z. You just go on and do it. And then I think you lose sight of the purpose of it. We can get really philosophical here because, okay. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know this, um, Aristotle had four causes, the immediate cause, the efficient cause, the uh, formal cause, and the final cause. The final cause, he said, was the most important cause. What is the final cause? It is your purpose. For example, if you're going to the store, you're walking to the store to get a can of Coke because you're thirsty. If you're no longer thirsty, are you still going to be going to the store to get your can of Coke? Uh, that's that's uh, beautifully put. I think it, it does make a lot of sense. And a lot of people think these things don't matter. And, and, and if you do, I think think it should reconsider because it does matter. It matters a lot, especially when you consider that search engines in general, and Google in particular leading the way, are trying to understand how uh, the human brain works, don't they? So it's very important for us to understand it in the first place. And we don't often do it. We, we don't know why we're doing things. And, and, uh, and I think we should, because Google is getting there. So, you know, not that good so far, but they're improving and improving. There. It's there, getting there. There, there are times where it's mightily impressive sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I think like the jig is up. We've been trying to avoid having to think like marketers almost. Because exactly. a, mar a good marketer, I don't mean a spammy marketer, a, marketer, a real marketer who's trying to get into the mindset of whoever, they is that they're, they're, whoever it is that they're trying to target and empathizing with that audience and then creating content that matches the, the empathetical mindset that they've developed. So you create content that really speaks to that audience. And I think the, the you know, SEOs have avoided doing that. Like it was some sort of like black plague where if they did that, it would death, death to SEO. 
but it's sort of catching up now where you, this is what it is because the algorithm is getting better at naturally understanding content. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's also for multilingual people, it's very clear to see how it changed, uh, how smart it's becoming. Um, if, you, if, you, if you look at Google Translate, of course, that's a, complete, that's a, a different uh, sort mm -hmm. of thing. But if you look at that, the way that Google Translate were, was behaving five, six, seven years ago and the way it, it, it behaves now is impressive. Absolutely impressive. Yeah. Right? It's 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 extremely similar to what 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 a human would do. And now I know all of my translator friends, of which I have uh, many, they will probably blast me for this, nice. <laughs> but because <laughs> they don't really like this. But it's fascinating to see how it's uh, it works. You know, with the implementation of. Of the semantic understanding of the language and all that, so Google is becoming smarter and smarter. And if you try to, basically, what SEO was when I when I started was trying to trick Google. Right. Yeah. Right. Fundamentally, uh, that was the, that was the thing. I, I I oh look, Google evaluates links. So I let's buy links then, and then Google catches millions and millions of link <laughs> link farms. Exactly, link farms. So um, end of the that. And this, like, that's pretty much like I think many of the, you know, the generation, like an old, an older, a little bit older generation of the SEOs. Well, let's not say older. Let's say wiser okay. uh, generation <laughs> of SEOs. What what they were really focusing on and how they started. Um, but now, Google is smart, smarter than you think. Maybe it's not smart as a human. No. But, but they, they like knows a lot yeah. of things, uh, yeah. things. And so, and that's why I think, you know, we, we, we raise our brows as an industry when we talk or get in touch with black hat SEO and I'm, I'm all for it. I, 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 I do uh, pretty much the same, but sometimes we forget why it is that we're doing that. And the reason is because what we think is that ethically black hat seo is like tricking you know tricking google into uh, doing what we wanted to do and aren't we though doing exactly this very same thing sometimes when we create that mystical article or when we create a lot of those you know uh, think content i mean content is cre content creation is great but think content creation is something relevant content creation is another thing do, do you hear that sound that's the sound of heaven singing songs of praise in, <laughs> in, in, in response to what you just said yeah 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 no um i know so the, the people uh, listening to the podcast will have will have heard a lot of um, clapping and cheering right and right right yeah, i have to yeah, now we, go add that sound effect you had to add it yeah i have to go if i oh. search for uh an audio jungle god yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks uh, no but uh, really I, I i believe that there's a little bit of a it's it's a bit of a um, hypocritical uh, stance in which we stand for which Black Hat SEO is the devil, but what we do is fine. But you know, we still do it for the money. So if we can trick, we will. Right, fooling, fooling Google, bad because John Mueller will find you on Twitter and call you out. <laughs> but fooling users, yeah, not a problem. 
Yeah, I'm actually one of those who thought, okay, so there was, I mean, I, I love John. I love what they do. I think, I think they do an amazing work in keeping the, the industry together and communicating and being very open uh, as much as they can, of course. But um, sometimes they like to call out some people who do things and everybody will point fingers. And then I'm like, well, you know, so first, first of all, it's a very, very complex machine, Google is, right? Google search specifically is. So exactly pinpointing what it does and why is not so easy as to very just difficult. get back. Yeah, very, you don't just difficult. say, like when people ask things, I have the feeling, I might be wrong, but I have the feeling that when people are asking things of people at Google, it's very hard for them to really know the, all the reasons behind yeah. why some rankings are like that. You see that all the time, but if someone asks John a question on, John will reply back. I don't really know the, the, the situation your site is in and I don't really understand all the context, but in general here, and I know I spoke to him about this. One of the things he mentioned to me that was interesting is that he's, he, when he's answering back, he has to imagine all the people who are also tuning in. Mm-hmm. So it's not just that one person that he's answering. It's all the other people, all the potential people reading that tweet or tuning into that video. Yeah, they will They will likely see themselves in a sit, uh, similar situation maybe and then say, hey, look, if that works for them, it will work for me too. And then maybe it doesn't work and then they will complain. Well, that's a whole other problem, right? You go on Twitter, you go Reddit, wherever. Why would you go on Reddit for SEO advice? But fine. Um, and you see someone did something and that's good that people are sharing, obviously, but it, you, you don't always know the full story behind that technique or that site or the situation that site is in and all of the million variables that go around or that, go around that to have driven that success. So replicating yeah. it is difficult. Yeah. And also, yeah, absolutely. Every site is, it, it works for itself. And that's why I don't really, really like, you know, templating work for, for the clients that I work for. I, I try to never really do that. I, I do have templates because I need to not forget huge yeah, of parts, you know, right. like uh, I don't want to forget to analyze a site's uh, accessibility or speed. So I have it written down, but I do it side by side because every situation is different. And, um, and, and, and I think, so I think overall, what we need to understand is there's a place in, in which everything is feasible. It's possible to do things. It's possible to write content. It's possible to, to, to push for, a link, uh, for an inbound linking strategy. You can do that. It basically depends on why you're doing it. Correct. So if you're creating great content and then you're sending it out, uh, for publication on a third-party website. I don't really see how Google will know whether I paid for it or not, unless it's very clear on the site. So, of course, what you want to do is uh, you want to avoid all of the, you know, this um, article is sponsored type, right. of, type of situation. But if, it's, if that's not the case, and if you're creating good stuff, uh, qualitative, uh, qualitatively uh, uh, reasoned uh, content, I think 
they don't really have a way of saying what is what to do they so it's up to us to really Correct. not create poor stuff but by the way i want to get someone says you know what but i'm going to create I, i i have expertise in this area i'm going to write a really nice piece about this topic and then they want to go sell it afterwards it doesn't bother me as much as hey i'm just going to create a ton of crappy content and sell it I get my yeah, because I think you know what it's it's very interesting that what what you mentioned earlier about the final cause, right? Uh, because the the reason why you're doing it is very so it, it is very relevant. The link that you get, the traffic that you get, everything that you get from external sources are a consequence. They're not they 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 are a consequence of what you do. They shouldn't be your target. So you will get that link, and that's how you do. You know high quality backlinks high quality content um and y- you you try to create great stuff and then you will get the links right yep. so that's that's you don't do it because then you get the links right i think of all of these things you want to get links think of it like like seo itself you're not writing the content for seo you're writing the content to fulfill a user need And then you do your SEO magic on it. You, you adjust this, you adjust that heading and blah, 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 blah. As if any of that really matters, debatable or not, fine, go ahead. But that's all after the fact. Like the mm-hmm. reason why you create the content is the reason why you create the content. Which, yeah. by the way, I think personally always shines through. If you're going to create the content just so you can bring in traffic. I just talked about this with Abby Reimer on this podcast. If you're going to create content because you feel you need to draw users in so they can click on your CTA and they buy something from your store, it's going to shine through. It's going to manifest into your content, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. But when I yeah. read something, I can, in five seconds flat, I can realize this content was written because they actually are passionate or sincere about why they, about educating people or helping people or writing something nice versus they wrote this content to have content or they wrote this content because they want to bring traffic in or they wrote this content for whatever million of other ulterior uh, motives. Absolutely. I, you know what? I actually have it in my notes that I wanted to men- uh, mention um, that installment of your podcast because it basically goes exactly where, 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 I'm, where, I'm, where I'm headed, right? Uh, you, you, this uh, copycat content, I think. Yeah, was, yeah, was right. The, copycat yeah. content. Um, I, think, I think that's exactly around the same topic, isn't it? Yeah. Like you can, you can, you can win. Uh, a point or two now, but you're going to inevitably going to lose in the long run. Correct. And so what I do in terms of content creation, <laughs> I know probably many SEOs will, will uh, laugh at me, but what I do is I, I think the SEOs, the, the SEO should do SEO and the copywriter should do the copywriting. Yeah. I never, if I, if I like the copy, I mean, I understand that I'm, could optimize it a little bit. I normally optimize content that's been written by professionals only in terms of uh, internal linking. I think that's uh, like a hugely undervalued. Un- yeah, undervalued. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very important part. But if you create a text that you're passionate about, who am I, and that you like and you think it's good. And if you're, of course, if you're knowledgeable about it, who am I to come and change it? Yeah. If I wrote something about something that I'm fairly knowledgeable about and you went on and modified for, for whatever purposes, it 
I first of all, I will hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and secondarily, it's not, it, it will never be as good. It will never be as good because it's not being written by a professional who's an yeah. expert in that field. Because I changed it for, for what purposes then? To make it look better? To create beauty? No, just to, to you know, to grab a little There a you go. Clicks. By the way, I think, I think Google knows that. I think that's Google. Google wants small businesses to write content and focus on writing content because they're the industry experts or they're the vertical experts or whatever they talk about. And I, I don't, I, I always wonder about this and I don't want to just drop a hot take here, but content agencies where you're just churning out content and the people writing them are writing what one day they're writing about cars. The next day they're writing about, you know, quantum physics. And then the next day they're writing about rocks. How is that? How does that, maybe it does work. I don't want to judge anybody. Although in my head silently, I'm judging you. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think you cannot be um, an expert in many things, and uh, and this also I think rings a bell when it comes to EAT, right? If you yeah. are if you are an authority on a on a on a specific you know field of human knowledge, uh, you become so because you you know about it right i cannot come and write about it i can write about seo all day but right. if i have to write about you know some clients of mine are in fintech or you know uh, hospitality whatever i'm not no an clue. expert there they are yeah so yeah. my position with clients something that i always tell them and we pretty much uh, have this approach um at, at blue array but in many of the companies i worked uh, for honestly, is um, you have to work with your client because they are expert there. So yeah. you put together your knowledge of SEO and their knowledge of industry X, whatever the industry is, and put, put in the two, uh, two things together, you will uh, succeed. That's how it, I think it works. I 100% agree. I want to I flip back to something we started talking about, but I don't think we've fully flushed it out. And that's you as an SEO and your ethical obligation to create something or to offer something that's helpful to users that offers them the information that they need in a substantial way. Yes, absolutely. I think this, if, if you really think about what it is that you're doing right now, uh, you SEO listener, <laughs> um, I, think, I think what we should be doing uh, online is pretty much a, a, a reflection of what we do offline. And I think we should all strive, you know, to make the world a better place. Uh, there, there's a lot of fights that are worth uh, fighting right now to improve the situation around us, to help at the social level, to help at an environmental level and so on. Um, so I think why should you not do the very same thing online? by creating good stuff, interesting stuff to, to improve people's lives. Yeah. Um, I think this is what we need to do. When I'm, when I'm creating a, a, a content strategy, I don't want to write about, let's take FinTech. I have a fairly big um, and interesting uh, FinTech pro uh, project now. So uh, let's use that as an example. I don't, want to write about fintech because i want people who are looking for information about fintech to find something really interesting right. they shouldn't find something that i somehow by some tricks as an seo in my seo knowledge 
managed to put in front of them. I want them to find good things. So in other words, just because you can rank it doesn't mean you should. <laughs> you should, exactly. Kind of a Jurassic Park kind of, right. kind of thing. Does, right. Only because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah, I think that's exactly the right approach. And this project that I was um, mentioning is having huge success. It's won us um, an award and it's working very well. And even more so than I could have imagined, that we could have imagined at the beginning. And we're not modifying the text after people are writing it. We have people writing it, they're writing the content that uh, who are, who are, you know, they, they know the topic, they're knowledgeable about the topic. Um, they, they, the client is an authority in their, in their field, so they will rank maybe one or two or three weeks when you start, somebody else will, will rank with thin content because Google is not perfect, right? Yep. But in time, you will see the results. And That's, of course, yeah. this is not open for everybody, but it's not always so easy. But yeah. That's the whole thing, right? Long-term writing thin content is not going to, to work. It's not going to work at multiple levels. It's not going to work at your brand level. People are going to realize your content kind of stinks. Ultimately speaking, wherever you're winning, I don't think five years from now, is, are you still going to be winning with that same thin content as Google advances? Probably not, right? Quote Wayne Gretzky, skate towards the puck. If Google's going in a certain direction, if it hasn't hit you on this keyword yet, it probably will at some point. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed, they will. And I think, I think um, it's very important also to recognize how 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 um, this is relevant for EAT right because then you want to become what you want to do is you want to become an entity you want Google to recognize you to see you as a brand and the way for you to do that is not by uh, looking at what you're doing today or tomorrow it's, no it's creating you know, identity it's, you're going to yeah exactly you're going to do it in in a year in two years in three years yep and that's by the way our philosophy or existential philosophy meets <laughs> when you talk yeah, about identity yeah. building exactly well, i'm gonna put a put a cap on the uh enrico and morty podcast by the way thank you for that line that wasn't oh, my yeah. line that was and, yours enrico morty like i i i dream of um you know photoshopped image <laughs> of you and i as, as enrico morty but sounds and I have the higher graphic designer <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to dream you know it's no, just uh, I'll, yeah. tr I'll try my best not gonna happen <laughs> um, where can people find you well um I um I think still for eth ethical reasons out of uh Twitterverse I out of the Twitterverse use... good for you uh, yeah yeah God yeah I, I I I chose to stay sane <laughs> Instead, yeah, I'm a horrible person. I'm on there. Oh, good for you. No, I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm on there with one, one of those horrible lurker accounts that never treats anything and just nice. there to spy. I'm this watch. As a, exactly. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, and I use that a, a lot. I would say, and, um, and then, well, I do have my blog. Uh, com, but that's a very very personal blog it's i barely have any analytics installed like i, I, I uh, really really use that as a personal you know 
ranting occasion, just much like this. I, I love how SEOs have to say that. I have, a, I have the same thing with one of my sites. Yeah. I hardly touch it. I pay absolutely no attention to it. The shoemaker's kids go shoeless. It's like the shoemaker. They're like, yeah. oh, no, now other SEOs are going to, please don't judge my SEO by this site. This is something yeah. I do completely, you know, once every month, blah, blah, blah. Don't judge me. But, you know, I think, I think, but going back to the main topic of this conversation, it's, it's there again. You don't do it for anything else than for the sake of, of, of you know, creating things that you believe yeah. in. You don't care yeah. if people, I don't care if people no. visit my, 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 my blog. I don't care, really. I have the same feeling about this podcast. I mean, I'm not. I, <laughs> no, I'm but not, do follow I'm, it. Do. I'm not it. hoping that you that you don't get a lot of listeners to your to your episode, Rico. What I'm saying is, I do this not to get listeners per se or traffic or whatever. I just like talking to people like you. Yeah, exactly. I will, you know, I will set it on my Spotify to go over and over again so that your number will. Thank spiral. you, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I'll see that my all of a sudden my UK number just jumped up like crazy. Oh yeah, well. Yeah. Maybe the Italian one too. Right? Oh, oh, oh so I don't, okay. yeah. So I count nice. for two two different countries. Perfect. <laughs> hey, you want to use VPNs and get me some from you know the states or from Canada or Mexico? Please go ahead. <laughs> no arguments for me there. Okay, thank you so much. Where can you find the SEO rant again? You can find it at the SEORant.com or wherever you consume your podcast. When does the SEO rant come out? Again. Once a week, usually on Thursdays, no official schedule. So make sure you subscribe. And Rico, thank you again for coming on and having this lovely conversation with me. Thanks a lot. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And it was a pleasure to talk to you as well. To my audience, thank you for tuning in and toodles.